The following BLTV program is brought to you by O'Flaherty Law. Please enjoy. Thanks for listening to the On Purpose Growth Podcast. Let us know what you thought in the comment section. For more from On Purpose Growth, go to onpurposegrowth.com. Subscribe here at BLTV for all of our content, including the daily Learn About Law podcast, Seize Your Business, Making Real Estate Fun, and Logical Logistics podcast, brought to you by O'Flaherty Law. Thanks for listening. Welcome, everybody, back to uh, the On Purpose Growth podcast. Uh, again, my name is Brian McDonald, and I appreciate everybody tuning in, uh, whether you're you know watching this somewhere or uh, listening on uh, on one of the platforms. Today, uh, I've got Daniel Snow with us. Uh, he's the, the founder of the Snow Agency, and uh, we're going to be talking some uh, about exciting stuff, um, growing brands uh, online, and and his. Uh, e-commerce uh, expertise. So, uh, Daniel, I appreciate you being on. Why don't you give people a little bit of background of uh, who you are? Yeah, th- thank you for having me. So, yeah, I've had, I've had a lot of experience in the in the social landscape, so to speak, over the over the last eight years. Um, got my start on online um, through actually making a Twitter account. So. Uh, my friend told me you can make money through, you know, growing a Twitter account, getting followers, and then monetizing that following by sending uh, different affiliate links, essentially. So that's what I did to get started. And to make a long story short, um, went from just creating these little Twitter accounts to then creating a platform which connected advertisers to people like myself who are growing large, large specifically Twitter accounts. We then moved that to Instagram, and platform grew to be pretty large. We had a few thousand influencers using it. Um, we did eight million, about eight million dollars in revenue my senior year of college through that platform, and then we utilized all that insights and knowledge and um, uh, data to then launch our own brands. So, um, started out with a phone, with a phone case company called GoCase, mm-hmm. uh, where we had a huge influencer. It was very influencer marketing heavy, um, and then as we were growing more mature, operating e-commerce brands, um, we launched our, our second brand, Perfect Sculpt then adding paid ads into the mix, which completely took our brand to the next level. Um, and then, yeah, we, we, we continue that process, growing, scaling, and then eventually selling our brands. And um, all our brands were sold in 2019. And we now focus on our agency, which in which we help give other entrepreneurs and e-commerce owners um, the insights and strategies that to then apply to their, 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 uh, their e-commerce brands and hopefully achieve that same growth. So, yeah. That's exciting, man. So, and, and if I heard you right there, I mean, you started doing this when you were in college, you were, you were still going to college full time when you started doing this, right? Yeah. That's crazy. So, uh, so eight years goes by and, um, you know, you're, you're now helping other people, uh, do this and it's specifically in the e-commerce space, right? Um, yeah, e-commerce is what we for sure focus on. We're starting to, to, branch out a little bit into lead gen and, and, and the info space. Um, but for sure, we, you know, commerce are bread and butter. Yeah. So if, uh, you know, in this e-commerce world, um, what's going on right now that uh, if you're an entrepreneur, um, you, that you think you want to get into e-commerce or if you've been an entrepreneur for a while, what, what are the most important things to pay attention to, to uh, really duplicate some of the success you've had with your clients? Um, so really it, it, it comes down into, into content building, um, giving 
our clients the creative strategies that we need to have success, um, as well as focusing on how do we optimize their, their, their funnels, their websites, to increase conversion rates, average order values, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then utilizing, once, once we have that, then you know, being able to scale up their, their advertising campaigns. But if you're not taking a look at the creative and the creative strategy you need, then um, it's gonna be hard to have success on the ad component. And then let's say you're the best creative, if you're not focusing on how to optimize the website, then it's gonna be once again tough to have success on the ads. So that's why we take that holistic approach to the, to the ad buying. So it sounds like there's uh, a couple of really big important components uh, that you have to pay attention to. It sounds like uh, the, the creative side, uh, and can you, can you define that for, for people who may not be familiar? What do, what do you mean by that? Creative as in like the actual uh, content you're using in your advertising. So like, let's say you're scrolling on Facebook, you see a video, a picture, whatever it is, that's, you know, your creative. Got it. Um, and then uh, what were the other, other parts that uh, it was creative? And then uh, there was another part uh, component there that people have to pay attention to. On-site website strategies. Got it. Um, so uh, are people managing these things kind of separately versus as a, a holistically? Is that what you're noticing? Many times, uh, especially agencies, brands, you know, the, we're, get, we're an advertising agency. We're only getting paid to do ads. We're not getting paid to create content or manage your website. But the point being is that, you know, we're performance-based. So the more we spend and hopefully the more re revenue we drive uh, and profitability for a brand, we can only do that if we take a part in that creative and, and on-site strategy. So that's the reason why we do that. Got it. Uh so balancing out those parts so the whole system is uh, is ultimately optimized, sounds like. Yeah. Is there any other parts that people need to be paying attention to? Um, I, I think SEO is another really important part if you're building, a, you know, investing in your brand long term, because especially SEO takes a, takes a while to, 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 it takes a long time to work. It's not like ad buying where you, know, you turn on ads today, you generate revenue today. SEO, you're investing today. Um, for, you know, hopefully not being able for, for, for essentially tomorrow's revenue or not tomorrow, maybe 12 yeah. months from now. Um, yeah. so yeah, I think that's pretty important as well, but we don't actually don't do SEO in house, but I definitely recommend, you know, if you're investing in your brand and you believe in it, you should be investing in SEO. Yeah. It's like, that's the, the, the long-term game and maybe the short-term game are some ads that get you some stuff now you know, paid ads, but the long-term uh, is SEO, it sounds like, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so when somebody's thinking about, you know, uh, bringing a brand to, you know, e-commerce, you know, outside of these mechanics, is there, uh, you know, of, of being in action, is there any strategy or, you know, mindsets they have to apply to, um, you know, what they're gonna sell? No, I mean, we're not telling them what to sell. I mean, it, brands are coming to us, you know, with a pre-existing brand. They're not coming to us and say, hey, I want to create an e-commerce brand. What do I do next? Yeah. Um, so only a little bit further along in, in that aspect. Uh, got it. Um, but, but you don't see uh, like certain types of, uh, of brands or products right now that uh, uh, are, are good for people to sell. 
Oh, I mean, there's, you know, the, the, the types of products are limitless that are good to sell. I mean, um, yeah, they're literally, literally limitless. I, would, I wouldn't say there's anything specific, you know, I would, I would recommend people do. I mean, usually the, be the, best, the best types of products, which are always the hardest prospect to generate customers for, is anything that's subscription related. So we have a client right now that you know, it's, it hasn't been like a rocket ship up, ship up, but now they've been growing slowly and steadily over the last six months. And now, you know, that, that company that's selling a subscription product, e-commerce product, um, is able to, to start generating significant monthly revenues that are going to be, you know, that are, that are going to keep generating revenues. And now that it's a lot easier for them to operate their, their business um, profitably because you know it, it's so much so many repeating customers on a monthly basis so any I would say anything that's really subscription based is something I recommend doing for sure but it sounds like it's uh, uh, it's definitely uh, more challenging to actually pull yeah. off and it sounds like it's a it's a strategy over time not necessarily yeah. like yeah it's harder to pull off because you know you have to also convince the customer it's worth it's a big commitment. You know, who, who, who likes having to have another thing to worry about to cancel subscription? Um, yeah. So it's just, it's, it's a lot harder to convince a customer to opt in for that. But if you're able to do that consistently, it definitely pays off. I got it. So how does uh, like, you know, the Amazons of the world come into play in this? Are you competing against them? Are you working with them? Uh, how is that relevant to, to, or not to what you guys are doing in, in this, this e-commerce Yeah. So, um, we don't do any Amazon marketing, but the thing is that's nice is that if you are, you know, buying lots of traffic to your specific website, um, e-commerce website, let's say Shopify, whatever, then there's natural fall off to Amazon if your product's listed there. So let's say you're spending, you know, five thousand dollars a day, not for Amazon at all to your store, and you also sell on Amazon. You'll see your, your Amazon your your Amazon sales increase just because people now go from Facebook or Instagram, whatever, to Amazon to see if they can buy that product there because they they know they can get it in two days. You know, it can be customer service obviously amazing. So yeah. And uh, where do you personally see kind of? Um you know, Amazon playing into the long-term picture of this? Is it just more what you just described or is it something that you have to consistently watch? Um, I mean, Amazon's going to continue to get, as they say, gain market share and total retail. I don't know the year, but said Amazon will be 50% of total, like either e-commerce or retail sales by the year, I don't know, a few years from now. Um, so Amazon continue to grow because why, you know, it's a number one, they have massive amount of traffic. So if you're not good at marketing, you can go to Amazon and still have tons of success. If you have a great product, great customer, you know, great support, whatever it is. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's Amazon's for sure going to keep growing. I, I, I like to think. Yeah, yeah. It's, they're a huge behemoth, right? It's kind of, it's kind of crazy. So, um, uh, so where do you see the, the, the future of, uh, e-commerce, you know, going, I mean, you, you've had these brands that you've started that, that have grown and you're having a lot of success with people, uh, you know, serving clients. What do you see the future of e-commerce being? Um, I mean, I, I think we've already seen kind of like 
you know, the older demographics are now, you know, the ones that were you know on the fence, let's say, are COVID has mm. completely, you know, kind of taken those people, forcing them to start being able to buy online. They see how easy it is. So it, I think that that's already happened. I think they said the last, you know, where e-commerce was supposed to grow in the next 10 years has happened over the last six months or something wow. along those lines. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, you, more and more businesses will, will sell online. And if you don't sell online, I think that there's no reason for you not to and make that a huge focus. Yeah, so, right. you know, that's the present and future. So I'm not saying any, any, that retail will ever, you know, go out of business, but for sure, I think it's could get tougher in the future. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. It, uh, e-commerce grew that much in six months uh, in the past, like, I guess six months that uh, COVID's been going on. Yeah. My God. Uh, <laughs> if that's not a sign to, uh, <laughs> to, uh, to get into e-commerce, I don't know what is, right? Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, in, uh, you know, from what I know about e-commerce, you know, people used to, you know, just set up websites and, uh, you know, do SEO and things like that. How has social media, uh, changed the game or added to it in, when you're, uh, um, when you're thinking about an e-commerce store and being an e-commerce store business owner? Um, how has social media changed the game for e-commerce? I mean, social media is the number one way to acquire customers. Mm -hmm. So, you know, billions of people literally are using social media um, and have the data on people who are, who are using it. Therefore, they can then give ads for your, your, your products to the right people who are in market already engaging with those types of products, searching for those products online, et cetera, et cetera. And then that's how they're able to make it, you know, doable where you, you could be a small brand and still maintain a profit with, you know, limited to no data. So, you know, the social media companies are for sure a huge reason why small business, small to medium sized business owners um, are able to have so much success today online. Hmm. Uh, and do you, do you have to be on all of the social media channels to, uh, to be successful or is, um, is good certain, uh, social media platforms better than others based on your experience? Um, I mean, Facebook and Instagram is, is, is for sure the number one customer acquisition tool for, for, for anyone selling something online. Um, that's not even to be debated. Mm. Um, he said it's free to be on all the all the different platforms. So why wouldn't you do it if it's free? You know, right? Um, that type of thing. So yeah. So you so you can not only have a uh, a presence by just being there and free, but then you can uh, also take advantage of the uh, the the ad platforms as well, yeah. right? Uh, so you, you mentioned uh, you you grew a uh, uh, you know a Twitter account. And, and made money with that, uh, how relevant uh, for e-commerce is, is Twitter uh, right now um, or, not, or not at all? I think Twitter is a tough one right now. Honestly, I don't know. And I talk, that's what I do. I, I, don't, I, I don't know many people who ever had success 
through the Twitter ad platform um, running, you know, e-commerce brand, e-commerce products. Um, so I think Twitter still hasn't figured that part out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, limited capabilities on there, right? I mean, uh, I don't even know if, are they even running ads on uh, Twitter? Or you can do promoted accounts or, or promoted uh, yeah, tweets? Yeah, they run ads, but I think as far as their machine learning goes, maybe even how people are behaving on the platform are, you know, mainly like news based. So I don't know if people are necessarily looking for something to buy. Um, mm. <clears throat> you know, that could be something different between that and maybe how Facebook and Instagram, like people are accustomed to finding new things on, on Instagram or maybe finding new information on Facebook. So if you can, you know, advertise native, natively, organically, it works. But Twitter, I don't know if, if, if the consumer behavior is the same. Right. Yeah, that, you know, that makes sense. I, I notice I'm just, you know, when I'm on Twitter, just, you know, scrolling through it and clicking a link to go somewhere else to read some type of article. So uh, it, it definitely resonates with me, uh, the fact that it's, uh, it's like news-based. Uh, so uh, let's talk about... Um, you know, agency and, and your agency. And, you know, in regards to um, somebody leveraging uh, an agency to help them grow their e-commerce store, um, what do they have to pay attention when they're, you know, talking to and interviewing uh, agencies that's important? Um, I would say what's in, and I don't think this even is just agencies. I think this is even when you're hiring anyone, not just Okay. Agency, a lawyer, an employee, anything. I like to ask these similar questions to anyone. Number one, you know, you want to hear about a success story. Why was a success story? More importantly, I, I like to hear about the failures. Mm. Um, what made it a failure and why? Um, I think that, you know, number one, if you're going to sign with them, it's important to know why that, why that, that brand was a failure to ensure that, you know, you're doing the right things to not be that failure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, giving some examples of when, you know, maybe things didn't go right initially, but problem solving took place to eventually lead to a success. Um, so just going through those different situations, I think is, is, is pretty important to ask. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I like that one about the failures and, and what didn't work because you, you definitely learn how somebody thinks, uh, how they actually learn uh, and uh, they've, they've been through the trenches, right? Because <laughs> uh, uh, there's a lot of, it's easy for somebody to slap their name uh, out there into the online universe and say, hey, I do this. So uh, really taking them through that process to find out what they've actually been through and actually have they been through anything is, uh, you know, is interesting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, as we wrap up here, is, uh, is there anything that, um, any pattern that you see that when clients come to you, um, you, you see the same things popping up that maybe the same mistake or um, one place that you know, e-commerce uh, store owners aren't you know, fully thinking about or fully uh, completely thinking about? Is there anything that you notice that uh, you could share with the, uh, the listeners or people watching? Um, any, and you said any tips? 
Yeah, yeah. Anything that you see, like patterns that you see come across that, hey, I'm noticing e-commerce stores owners don't think about this or address that. Um, and anything based on your expertise that you see coming across. Something recently that um, I we just, literally just started doing mm -hmm. two weeks ago, maybe, is realize how important Facebook groups are for building community and engagement for your product, for your company, whatever it is, um, fully leveraging that is something that we completely overlooked over the last few years and now have started doing it for one brand. And we saw their, their Facebook group go from zero to 1200 members in like two weeks. And wow. it's literally insane just to see this, you know, the brand, all we have to do is moderate it and comment, join the conversation. But now for the first time, it's not us telling the customer something. It's the customers engaging with each other, posting about their own, their own, you know, experiences with the products, how it's changing their life, et cetera, which is obviously significantly more impactful than us posting their story. So it's just, it's, it's really amazing to see that. And I think that um, not only that, Facebook as a, as, a, as a whole is trying to push Facebook groups. They see how impactful that is. So now the reach on Facebook groups are bigger than, you know, if you're posting on your own brand anyways. So it's, it's, it's really impactful. You have your most, you know, you know, uh, I would say engaged customers in there who are obviously, if they're joining conversations, they're going to be, they're going to engage better into sales, promotions, initiatives, whatever it is. So building a Facebook group is, is super important. Um, and you should definitely do that. And, and to be clear, because uh, I think I noticed people mix this up. It, there's a distinction between a page and a group, right? Like a, like a, yeah. yeah. Right. Understanding that people have to actually form a group. It's not, you know, just having a page on there. Um, and I love that you, you share that because it sounds like you guys are, are learning along the way and, and, uh, uh, and figuring how to do things better no matter what. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's one of, you know, our core values. I tell even all of the buyers today is that, you know, the, the learning never stops and, mm you know, because the, pla the platforms are always changing. And if we're not constantly up to, up to speed on, on, on the newest, you know, things that we could be testing, whatever it is, then we, we can't be the best. And that's what we strive to be. So, yeah. That's great, man. And, it, and you said you talk to, uh, when you have new hires, you talk to them about that? Yeah. Yeah. That's the, you know, the first conversation we have with them. <laughs> that's awesome, man. That's uh, the learning mindset has always done me, right and uh it uh it actually never fails because you're always learning so well danny i appreciate your time and uh how can people uh find you um where can how can they contact you or where can they find you um they can find me you know, instagram instagram is dapper twitter i am dan snow um linkedin type my name daniel snow but mm -hmm. i think you were saying by the links as well um so yeah yeah, everybody who's uh, listening or watching this, the, the links will be shared here wherever you are listening, watching it. So don't worry if you didn't write that down. And, uh, you know, those all will be those all will be posted. So um, listen, Dan, I appreciate your time. It was uh, I appreciate you sharing uh, your expertise on uh, e-commerce uh, and your agency. So, uh, you know, I appreciate being on, man. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks again for having me. Cool. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to this episode of the On Purpose Growth uh, podcast, and we'll see you on the next episode. Take care. 
The following BLTV program is brought to you by O'Flaherty Law. Please enjoy.